what is going on you guys and welcome back to another video if it is your first time here my name is brandon in today's video we are covering the topic of meme stocks okay meme stocks this is an area of the stock market that i'm usually rather hesitant to talk about in fact this will be my first real video talking about the subject i think honestly right now there is far too much content on meme stocks and that's pretty much all you're going to see if you are an avid watcher of youtube but i did do a little poll over on my instagram page and one of the top suggestions was um suggestions and precautions for meme stock trading or just covering meme stocks and i totally get it it's a very popular uh area going on right now so let's dive on into that today i want to share with you guys what meme stocks are uh what my thoughts are on them, how to approach them as a long-term or how I approach them as a long-term investor. I want to talk about the dangers and I do want to talk about, I think there's a big plane going overhead and this new microphone is definitely going to pick that up. I'll also be talking about if you are somebody that is considering or wanting to get into these meme stocks, how to do it the proper way and how to uh, responsibly invest in some of these companies. But why don't I start this video off by talking about what a meme stock is for those who don't know. And I asked my girlfriend just the other day, uh, or just today on my way here filming, I said, I'm filming my video on meme stocks. She said, what is a meme stock? And I thought it was kind of common knowledge, but a meme stock would be companies such as GameStop is a very, very clear um, example for me. That to me is really the poster boy of memes, meme stocks. AMC theater chain down south, down in the US is another very popular one at the moment. Even here, we have things like BlackBerry, a Canadian company. These would all be some of the most popular meme stocks. I'd even go as far as saying things like Dogecoin, which is truly not even a stock. It's a cryptocurrency, um, it's not a stock, but I would put that all in the meme stock category. It's basically a company or a stock that is experiencing an increase in excitement and attention and hype related to social media, okay? So that would be platforms like Twitter, platforms like Reddit or Wall Street Bets. And obviously here on YouTube, they all kind of play their role in, in, in promoting some of these companies and some get more favored than others. And I want to start this video off by talking about why I don't invest in meme stocks. I'm sure the viewers of this channel will uh, already know that. There's one company that you could could categorize in my portfolio of about 30 stocks that is kind of a meme stock and uh, no surprise it's one of my worst performers it is my worst performing stock um, to date we'll leave that for another video i personally do not care for meme stocks because they do not meet my criteria of valid long-term investment opportunities i actually don't think you should put the term meme stock and investment in the same category. When I hear people say, oh, should I invest in this company? Should I invest in this company? I don't like hearing that because at the end of the day, when you are messing with meme stocks, you are not investing, you are speculating. I've done a very important video on the difference between those two, if you're not clear, but there's a very, very, very big difference. I think that these this area of the market can be fun to watch if you are, are disciplined and able to just kind of watch and follow along. But you do not want to be thinking that these stocks are great long-term investments because really, at the end of the day, I consider that gambling. Okay, if you went to the casino and you put a if you put a thousand dollars on the roulette table, you put a thousand dollars on black. Are you investing on black? Are you investing in this roulette spin, or are you just gambling? Are you just speculating? It's the latter in that case. You are not making a valid. You, you cannot come in with a valid investor's mindset and approach with these companies, as I'm going to explain to you as an example. But that reason alone is why I personally choose 
not to look at these companies. I don't care for them. When someone asks me, what is your opinion on this? I just say, I don't, I don't care. I don't follow these companies. It doesn't matter to me because they don't fit my criteria. Even as a quick example, as a base, what we teach, uh, one of the things we teach with our academy students is if you were gonna be looking at a company and researching a bit deeper, at a minimum, we wanna be able to look back at five to 10 years of, let's say, finance, let's say we're looking at EPS growth, earnings per share growth. We need to be able to look back over at least a significant number of years to make an accurate projection or to make an accurate um, assumption of what can happen in the future. With these companies, their stock prices, they move so independent of the fundamentals, um, of the underlying fundamentals and operations of the business that you can't make that, um, you can't make that judgment. It's not a very fair comparable to make. And I know people get very excited because the share price goes up really fast and you can absolutely make a lot of money if you want to, a little bit or a lot of money if you want to jump in and out and kind of play that musical chairs game before things do kind of turn south. But when I hear things like, you know, is uh, this a good long-term investment? Or is this stock a good one to buy now for the long term? In 95% of the cases out there, I think that we should not be approaching these companies as long-term holds. As we'll talk about later in the video, we will talk about how you can make these shorter term gains if you choose to do so. But I wanna give you the example of uh, the company Cineplex here in Canada. And Cineplex, I do consider a meme stock. It's obviously like a Canadian version of AMC and it does get some coverage. I get a ton of questions on uh, Cineplex and Air Canada, very, very popular stocks in the Canadian market. And I want to uh, pop up a picture for you guys, a little table here, and you'll see some highlights on the bottom. But I just wanna show you guys what I mean how what I mean when I say we need to look at the underlying fundamentals of a business. If we hover down to the bottom two sections, uh, the bottom two rows of this video, uh, of this chart, we see financial leverage and we see debt to equity. And over the past decade, a company like Cineplex has been relatively fair. We see financial leverage being at about two times, let's say two to three times financial leverage that they operate with. Um, going back at least. Debt to equity, again, a very similar and fair picture. Um, under a one, which is typically a nice ratio, they have less debt than they do have equity. But if we do hover to the far right side of this uh, table, you are going to see a massive, massive spike. And I'm talking hockey stick spike in both of these metrics with financial leverage being up at 96.31 and the debt to equity ratio being at 74.23. And if that number doesn't jump out to you right away, I mean, I don't blame you because it's just numbers on a screen, but just to kind of dumb things down and put it in perspective for you guys, just hopefully that it's a little bit more relatable. If this business, if we went back into 2015, so we went back five or six years from now, if they had $100 in equity, within the company, they had relative to that, they have a, let me rephrase the way I'm gonna say this. In 2015, the company has $100 worth of equity and $44 in debt, okay? That would give us a debt to equity ratio of 40, uh, 0.44, which is what we have here. In 2020, you have $100 in equity. This company has $7,400 in debt. And this is obviously a result of, you know, certain areas of the economy were hit significantly harder than others. Uh, movie theaters being one of the major areas and obviously airlines and uh, hotel chains, you guys know the gist of it. But these companies took on severe, severe debt loads, which 
are going to impact them over the next 10, 15, 20 years. If you're looking at a business and you say this business just significantly increased their debt load and you're asking me, should I go out and buy Cineplex stock because the stock popped 20% today or because the stock popped 15% today? Investors, bad investors, I should say, look at the share price and see what the share price is doing but they don't take a moment to look at the underlying fundamentals of the business. And this is one of the many examples that I could pull for you guys, but this one I thought was a very drastic example. Again, because I get the question of um, Cineplex all the time, but I think this would go for many of the meme stocks. It's that the share prices are doing crazy things, but they're not necessarily great businesses to own for the long term. And that's why if you ask me, should I buy Cineplex or Apple? Well, let's just forget about the share price for a second. Which company do you want to be a shareholder in over the next 20, 30 years? That in and of itself answers the question why I don't really go for these stocks. I hope that was a good way of uh, displaying that. Now, there are some cases, and this is very important, that may be very unique. And GameStop was a very, very unique uh, case scenario. And I do follow this stuff. Again, I'm able to follow it as a for fun. And I don't um, have the urge to go in and... Uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say that because with GameStop, I did put a thousand dollars in as we're gonna talk about in a moment. However, there are certain cases, I'd even call them like arbitrage situations or these very rare case scenarios where we look at these stocks, not from a long-term uh, investment standpoint, but we're looking to make a short-term uh, trade or a short-term arbitrage. There's a situation where we can capitalize off of something. And I've done a video on the uh, GameStop short squeeze. If you don't know how that went or um, is going. You can go watch that video because I don't think we need to get into that here, but there are very rare case scenarios where that does come into play. That doesn't just mean that every stock on Reddit is subject to a short squeeze because that's what I see is every stock on Reddit is, is a short squeeze opportunity. Let's be real. Most are just um, hyped up, you know, penny stocks that people are trying to pump and dump. From a long-term investment perspective, I still would not consider GameStop to be a superior stock to own to a company like Amazon or Apple or Google, for example, but you can have those short-term um, opportunities that present you if you're willing to take that risk and jump in and out. And we're gonna talk about that a bit later. But I wanna talk about the dangers of investing with meme stocks, at least the way that I see them, again, with the perspective of a long-term investor. And I actually asked myself, why do some people to begin with go out and buy these types of companies? And I came down with really two main uh, reasons and you can feel free to leave more below if you think of one that I didn't mention. Hey everybody, it's Brandon here. I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you that if you're looking for more training in the Canadian stock market, don't hesitate to check out our Investing Academy. For the low cost of only $19.95 Canadian, you can join our private membership group and get access to our top stock picks, trade calls, portfolio insights, and a variety of tools that are helping our members all across the country better their own investing journeys. All it takes is one great stock idea or tip, and that alone can cover years and years of your subscription to our membership group. If you're looking for some additional video training to broaden your knowledge and expand your understanding of the stock market in Canada, we do of course offer a fully video online training program where you can learn from the comfort of your home amongst a variety of students across the country. Both of these products can be found at www.theinvestingacademy.ca where you can sign up for them online or schedule a call with us to learn more. Now back to our scheduled episode. But I think that reason number one is that an investor who understands the risks, they understand that they are coming into this to make a speculation rather than an investment. For example, you understand the scenario with GameStop and you understand I'm not investing in this. 
I know there's significant amounts of risk and these things could do whatever they do over the short term, but I'm willing to take that speculation and I'm willing to kind of gamble my money here. And that I think is the fair and right way to approach it. I, I don't think it's still the right way to approach it. I think you could just do fine without uh, doing that in general. But the second type of investor and the second reason people invest in these stocks, which I think is the dangerous part, is people with a lack of knowledge of the stock market and of stocks out there and how to go out and find and buy and great and identify great businesses. They don't know any better than to go out and chase these companies because maybe they heard from someone at work. Maybe they heard from a peer or a family friend who just did super well over the past couple of weeks on the stock and you need to get in. It's going to the moon, et cetera, et cetera. And these beginners and these people um, unknowingly go out and buy these companies because that's all that they're seeing uh, on social media and even on the news you can get you know coverage on the news that to me is a very very that's the dangerous type of investor if you fall into that camp and hopefully this video is doing a good job of um, educating you and explaining to you that these stocks are probably not the best long-term investments i have more examples coming up but i did come across a great post literally last night as i was you know getting ready for bed if you think you're getting investment advice from Reddit, here's a post that says Wall Street Bets, what it is and, and what it isn't. You can pause the page if you want to read it all, but it says the name of this subreddit is Wall Street Bets, not Wall Street long-term holds, not Wall Street societal change needed, not Wall Street stick it to the man, not Wall Street down with hedge funds. This is Wall Street Bets. And it goes on to talk about how it is literally a forum for these short-term, very aggressive types of moves. And for beginners, if all you do is just absorb this type of information, and you know, we're like sponges as we're learning, it's whatever we take in and whatever we see and, and, and watch and read, that's what we're gonna naturally tend to lean to. If all you are reading is Wall Street Bets, you are in for some trouble because these guys, more often than not, there are the cases where they hit it big, the very, very few, I'd say, uh, of many. If you looked at a ratio, most of them end up losing money, like this post right here. Um, and this is just one I could clip of literally a million. You guys know the story here. These are people that are just willing to share their losses. And there are hundreds and thousands more who don't even share their losses. They're actually getting financially crushed because they unknowingly went out and maybe overstepped. and they got really, really crushed. And um, I think a danger with investing in these companies too, danger number two, we could call it, is when you invest in these very volatile types of assets, until you've actually done it, you can't say it because you don't know, but you do experience pretty high stress levels in holding these types of companies. And as I touched on during the GameStop saga, I put $1,000, $1,500 or so into the, you know, to kind of have some fun in this, um, in this, what I've, thought and what I believe was a very unique case scenario. And I did a video on that again, if you want to go check that out. But even with a $1,500 invested, I kid you not, I spent the whole day uh, refreshing my app and just constantly pulling up on my stock list and seeing how I was doing and going on Google and seeing whether it was up or down or up or down. And if you are a follower of this type of investment trading strategy, let me know in the comments below if the same thing happens to you because it does happen. And I realized I went the whole day just on my phone checking this. I'm like, what is going on? Like, what did I just do in this day? And that's with a thousand dollars. I can't imagine how much sleep I could potentially lose when I have 50,000. 100,000, some of these crazy guys have 500,000 a million dollars plus on the line. I would literally lose sleep. I'm not built for that, maybe you are, but for me, the type of investing that 
I like to approach is investing that complements my lifestyle. I want to be able to own companies that no matter what's going on, I don't have to have a worry about my portfolio because I know that they're going to do well for the long term with these types of companies, especially when you have that short term mindset. I don't think you get that. So I think a danger of investing with meme stocks is stress levels. And you have to consider that whether you uh, before you were going to go into these companies um, is if you want to partake in that. I was watching another channel, Millennial Money. If for those of you watching, leave a comment down below. I enjoy watching some of these big YouTubers talk about finance and stocks, even though I don't necessarily agree with everything they say. But um, I really look up to these guys and they were doing a live stream the other day about um, AMC. And one of the guys, Andre Jick, uh, the magician YouTuber, he's a magician that talks about personal finance. He said that he invested in AMC to be part of a, he wants to be part of the social movement, you know, down with the hedge funds, stick it to the man. And he said that that's why he invested in these companies. Investing in a company to join a social movement is not a very, very good thesis for going out and being an investor. If an investor came to me and said, my thesis for investing in this stock is because I wanna join a social movement or I wanna be part of this bigger movement, so I'm gonna put $60,000 into this company. I'd look at them, I'd say, you're such a goofball. And again, this is not specifically talking uh, to him because he's got his own thing going on. But I think what another danger of investing and being part of these communities and meme stocks is that you can fall victim to that peer pressure and that social community that these Reddit streams in particular and here on YouTube and wherever, but there is a kind of cloud. There's this clout around certain stocks and certain areas. It's like a cult really. And first things first, you should never be investing in a stock to join a social movement. If you want to join a social movement and be part of a bigger movement, go like go get a picket sign and go go out and do that or go join a Facebook group or go do something. Don't invest your hard-earned money in a company that's financials are not strong. They're disconnected from their underlying uh, operations. Realistically, you're buying that stock because you either fell victim to this movement and you wanted to be part of it. But in most cases, you're doing it because you want to make money. If these companies didn't have the potential to 10x overnight and um, that just wasn't a possibility, you wouldn't be investing in that company, even if it did back a social movement. That to me is just a little bit of a thing that I wanted to come up with that because it is true that if all you're doing is watching these um, Reddit streams and being part of them, or the Reddit forums, I should say. My dad says Reddit streams, so now I'm saying Reddit streams. It's a, it's a forum, but it's very easy to get sucked in and make these peer pressure decisions that again are not fundamentally sound investment uh, choices. And I'll tell you, when all you do is watch that stuff and all you do is read these forums at night, it is, that's what you're gonna absorb. So in general, like I said, I tend to just flat out avoid these areas. There will always, always, always be opportunities in the stock market. Every single day, there are stocks that are going up 20, 30, 50%. If you look at the top movers, there are stocks every single day that are doing that. But these are just the ones that um, they tend to get the coverage and they tend to be very, very exciting. And although as part of being an investor, you will bypass a lot of those opportunities, a lot of them, not you miss most of them, a good investor is able to stay disciplined with their strategy and what they know. I think it's just a it's a it's a mindset thing. It's the way you are approaching the stock market. To me, if you are jumping into these AMCs and these GameStops and whatnot, 
I almost guarantee you, these are the same people that were jumping into the weed stock movement and the same people that are doing cryptocurrency. And six months from now, a year from now, whenever that next thing is, they will be the same people jumping into those time and time again, because they're like, it's like when you have a donkey with those carrots dangling down in front of their head and they just go, 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 go. They don't know any better. They're just attracted by the quick cash. To me, to be a good long-term investor, you have to be able to disconnect yourself from that part of the the market really and you need to reprogram your brain to think like a long-term investor and that's why to me when i look at all the most successful investors of all of all time the millionaires the billionaires out there they didn't do it by buying penny stocks they didn't do it by you know hitting these random stocks that did super well they did it by following time-tested investing principles year after year after year and earning consistent returns and getting that compounding working for you so to finish up this video and to take kind of give you guys a final takeaway if you do want to invest in these companies or i should say speculate in these companies i'm all for that like i said i took a thousand dollars and put it into gamestop i'd be a hypocrite if i said don't ever do that because sometimes it's fun sometimes you want to take part in it sometimes you um, may feel that that way warranted and if you are a risk taker if it makes sense for you that is completely fine but i would say don't get too greedy because it will most likely backfire on you and i really do believe that um the more time you spend on these platforms the more inclined you are going to be to make a, a, a decision like this so if that's the type of investor you assess you want to be and you want to go try and do that trading thing good luck go for it but my best advice to you is the same way somebody asked me do i care for these stocks what do you think of this I don't care. I don't follow them. If I do follow them, it's for fun peripherally because I I can treat my investments as they should be treated to help actually build long-term wealth. But the best thing I can say is um, just uh, avoid it, especially if you're a beginner. Look for good advice, which hopefully you're getting from this channel, or I shouldn't say advice, but good recommendations and good wisdom that I can pass along to you. Um, I'm just sharing with you guys what I like to do, and hopefully you guys can take bits and pieces from that. And if you do want to gamble, if you have a gambler's mentality, I truly, truly believe you can go find other places to gamble. You can go to the casino and actually have fun playing blackjack for an hour or two. Go bet on a sports wager. There's some crazy NBA games going on right now. Amazing playoffs for anybody that watches NBA. Go do that. You can double up your money there quickly, just as fast as you could um, going out and buying a, you know, an, uh, a very hyped penny stock. To me, that's just a much more fun way of doing it. And I can just leave the stock market to how it should be used to go out and build true wealth for the future. But that's it for my video today, guys. Um, I hope this one turned out good. Very, very rambly, very, very uh, loose because you know there's just a lot of thoughts and opinions on this topic. But hopefully what I was able to display to you guys was that you, know, you just gotta be careful in areas like these, especially if you're a beginner and you're thinking that this is what the stock market's all about. Ooh, you're in for some trouble if that's the case. A rule of thumb that I live by is that if there is something hyped and if there is something that's a fad and it's super exciting and all over the place, it's probably not the best time to jump into that investment. You don't wanna be caught buying stocks at the top and by the time it's all out there and everything, that's likely what's happening. And the actual smart people that have done well have already done well. We talked about the YouTube hikes, hype stock theory in another video, which was one of my favorite videos that I've ever done. If you haven't watched that video, I'll pop it up at the top for you guys. But um, yeah, I'd love to hear your opinions on this. So if you've made it this far in the video, please do take a moment to drop a, uh, to drop a comment down below. And of course, drop a big thumbs up on this video if you did enjoy. That is a great way of showing your support on the channel. 
I know there's gonna be a lot of people that dislike this video because they just love meme stocks and that's fine. Um, but if you did enjoy this content, you agreed with me, leave a thumbs up so that I know. I'll at least be able to make that comparison. If you're not already subscribed to the channel, we post videos every single week and we do have our investing academy. If you are a beginner to the stock market in Canada and you wanna learn how to invest the right way, click that first link down below. We're working with people all across the country each and every day to help them learn proper long-term investing. But as always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video.